0: This is the Rose and Dagger Podcast. I'm Lauren, kings of everything.
1: I am Nick, Lewin has AF, and yes is a world on AO3. And today we are going, well, we're going to answer a uh, ask that we got on our Tumblr, Rose and Dagger Podcast at Tumblr. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look at me trying to be a professional podcaster. Um so, we got an ask, um, which one of us should probably pull up so we can read it. I um, it. But we are going to, uh, yeah, just talk about this one ask, um, which is less about the mechanics of writing and more about... I uh, got it. You want me to read it? Yes, please. Okay. It says,
0: <clears throat> how do you not feel embarrassed about engaging in fandom and writing fic? Like I've been reading stuff for years and starting to try out writing. This is really inspiring for that. Yay. That's good. That's what we're going for. Um, but I feel so much shame about it. And at this point in time, it feels unthinkable to consider letting anyone I know in real life that I do, um, or enjoy this. Could you talk about this in your own experience, like how you get over it or if it never really bothered you, um, in a future episode? That would be this episode. Episode,
1: this episode 11. That's exactly what we're doing in episode 11. I thought this was such a great question.
0: It is. Um, and it was, it was funny because I thought it was in my inbox and I thought it was somebody being like nasty. The first,
1: <laughs> the first sentence. Aren't you ever embarrassed? How, how are you not embarrassed? Like. <laughs> but it's not. It's such a lovely ask. Um, it really
0: is because I think it's something that everybody goes through. It's like a, um, like a rite of passage.
1: Yeah. So first of all, who do do people in your real life know that you write fic? Me. Mhm. Yes.
0: That's why I think it's more interesting. Not no offense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have very different, um I guess, uh, ex- not ex- I don't know if I'd say experience. Anyway, yes. Um, my kids do, mm-hmm. and my husband does, uh, but nobody else does. Um, And I think that's more related to, for me, coming into fandom and starting to write fic also is all wrapped up in um, being bi and realizing that so late in life for me. And um, it's all wrapped up together. And then also with that, I have had like other family stuff with my parents and my sisters. Um, I have two sisters. I think I've said that before. They're both younger than me, but they're like, I'm 42. One's 40 and one's 38. Um, But so um, I have not felt comfortable talking to them about anything really, Mm -hmm. not just my sexuality or um, fandom stuff. Um, Aside from that, Actually, my parents know more about what I do than my sisters, but they're more like they know about the drawing stuff mm-hmm. that I started for Inktober. Right. Um, my mom knows that, uh, like, they know I'm involved in fandom and stuff like that. Um, when I told my mom that, uh, like, all the tattoos on my right arm were, like, One Direction related. <laughs> <laughs> was like <laughs> like she, you know like you could see like this like momentary panic and I was like I wanted to explain then because it is it's all related back to my sexuality and I guess I should say that my, my middle sister the 40 year old sister is lesbian and she went out to me I guess she was 17 mm-hmm. and uh it was never an issue um but she's very um uh like she had really bad social anxiety and stuff like that and i always took care of her um and so uh like like my parents were the type of people who were like you're the math and science student you're the art person you're the you know mm-hmm. and they were even, like literally like you know Um, well, if, if, if she's depressed to the point where it's this extreme, then like any, anything that I'm dealing with is like not,
1: yeah, not valid. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and so, uh, they're also, my parents, they, my dad especially, and my sister is like, both my sisters can be like this, where they think that they're very like, um, Oh God, what's the word that I'm looking for? You know, like oh maybe cerebral. Okay. That's a good one. That's a, a good word. Yeah. Um and so uh they're very judgmental too. Mm-hmm. Um and so I know that telling them my parents anyway, about being bi would be um why, why does it matter? You're married and you have four kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> like, I don't want to know that. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's all wrapped up together. Right. Um, my kids know I'm bi. My husband knows I'm bi. Um, and uh, they all know that I write fic. Um, it's a conversation that I know that I will have eventually with my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one that I just have not had the mental energy to have having kids is really hard and it takes a lot out of you and i know you know this and i know people have been reading reading stuff like that i've posted but i do have one of my kids uh, is 11 and a half and has been um going through a lot of uh like gender and sexuality stuff but also like depression and anxiety and um they're in therapy and everything's you know like they, it's fine, but it's hard and it takes a lot out of me, and it's like I just don't have the energy to deal with other stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but when I told my husband about riding I was really nervous,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was
0: like, Oh my god, okay. When I told him I was bi, that's the best thing. I told him I was bi, and he was like, Well, you know, I kind of always suspected, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, what? And he was like, are you sure you're not, like, a lesbian? And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I think I'm just bi. And he was like, and I said, why would you have known? And he said, because I would, like, be like, wow, that girl's really pretty. Yeah. (laughs) And be like, he was like, I've never, I never dated anybody who would be like, did you see? (laughs) Like Pointing out, like, hot girls. Um, Sorry. Uh, But, um." so that was like a huge relief. And then I told him about writing and he was really impressed. Um, and, uh, but he has not read any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not, a, I say he's not a big reader. He likes audiobooks. He will literally fall asleep reading.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but he does read, but he just doesn't read. Um, like he reads to the kids mm-hmm. at night, um, like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. um, but it's, it's an understandable feeling, like Anon. Wait, they actually put an A, so A, um, XXA. Um, I think that there's such a, like, society, I guess. People look at fan fiction as if it is so below, like, you have to be, like, what are you 13 you know that sort of thing um they think that you know you're writing um which and you know what there's nothing wrong with people who write self-insert fanfic but that's what people assume that you're writing like you in you know a fic with somebody just like i was drawing louis uh for inktober and my aunt i was at my aunt's house and I showed it to her, and she was like, oh, you have the biggest crush on him. And I was like, no, it's not like
1: that. Like, don't make it like that. Yeah. You know, like. Um,
0: yeah,
1: that was um, the the looking down on fan fiction. That was sort of my experience. Oh, but uh-huh. wait, hold on. Also, yeah. people who have crushes on Louis are valid. Yes, absolutely. But it's an assumption. Okay, yes. go ahead. Yeah. Um I uh that's such a good point. <laughs> um someday I'm someday I'm, I'll tell everybody how I got into the fandom. But um I uh um yeah, so I was a very uh big reader all my life. Very big into writing. Um decided to get my MFA and um you know, was sort of studying like literature, you know. Um, and, you know, I was very into like postmodern literature and, you know, it was just like highbrow, you know, whatever. Um, so I was 100% one of those people who like looked down upon fan fiction. Oh, I was. And I think that I didn't even realize, um... I didn't, A, I had, I, I wasn't part of a fandom. I didn't understand fandom culture. I didn't understand um, f- fanfic in general. Um, the only thing I really knew about it was like, um, you know, sort of like Fifty Shades of Grey being Twilight fan fiction if I'm getting that correct. Um, yes, I think so. I yeah, I just, I didn't, um, I thought it was, I I assumed it was all terrible Um, and even once I got into fan even once I got into fandom it took me a really long time to read fanfic because I still had such a uh, such a block up about it and it was really such a big um, you know I really wanted to get back into writing I had I had taken a long break from writing I wanted to get back into it but the idea of trying to like commodify my writing was really stressing me out and I didn't want to I I wanted to get back into writing without feeling pressured to make money off of my writing I just wanted to write for me um and I was like well I maybe I'll try writing fanfic and it was like a really big um like myself like I felt like like, it was, like, this big shameful secret. And I, I had one of my friends who was a um, – who was also at my MFA with me. And she and I had, like, kept up a correspondence. And I, you know, confessed – I felt like I was confessing to her. Like, you know, I think I'm going to try fan fiction. And, like, her response back to me is, you should totally do it. I love it. I've written it. You know, and she's, like, a published author. And I had no idea that, like, she had this, like, history with fan fiction – or that she would be so supportive. Um, And then I sort of like dipped my toes in and like told my sister that I was like thinking about writing fan fiction. And she was also like, oh yeah. And like, turns out she had been reading fan fiction for years. And like, she also wrote fan fiction in high school. And like, you know, and I was like, and I think it hit me then, like that fandom and fan fiction is such a personal thing. And I think so many people don't talk about it. So, Anon, I'm willing to bet that there are people in your life who are engaging in fanfiction that you have no idea that they are writing it or they're reading it or they're doing anything else. Um, I think there's a lot of people in the world who are. Um, and it's something that, like, you know, I think there's a lot of things um, that people don't talk about, and I think this is, like, just generally one of them. Um so, yeah, I
0: think I think that's uh, like I think my sisters probably read. I don't know that either of them write. Maybe one of them. Um, but yeah, I do think it's something that people do and just don't talk about.
1: Yeah. Like
0: because like you're there are gonna be people who don't engage in fandom who are going to look down on you. Um and uh, so having the being able to ignore that or um, I guess you don't have to feel like you have to defend um, fandom and fan fiction if that's not what you want to do. But you can, if that's what you want. Um, And there are like, I actually have some links that we can share uh, with some really interesting um, posts about just like fic in general. Yeah. Um,
1: one of the things...
0: Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, I think that, like... Um, I think that... And I think that there's a lot of reasons, probably, why fanfic is um, not talked about as much um, as, like, real literature. And I think a lot of it is, like, wrapped up in misogyny and capitalism and, like, other things. And I think if you think about, like, why you look down on... Um, and, and I think originality is you know something else too um but I think if you think about why people look down on fan fiction um and sort of like interrogate that a bit that's sort of how I helped get over it was because I was like okay well people don't <clears throat> look down on it because it's like women writing it and they're not making money and it's like you know it's like not involved in the patriarchal, capitalist, blah, 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 you know, like all of that stuff. Um, and so it's seen as like not having as much value. And I was like, and I like, just like the way I am, I'm like, well, fuck that. Like, what it has value. Like I'm totally, you know, and it was sort of like a, okay, well, who cares if like whoever's looking down on it, like I don't, um, this is something I want to do and therefore it's valid. And it's like, you know, a great, It's it's, I don't know. It's like a totally valid art. And so, I think I think examining why the those reasons of why people look down on fanfiction like helped me be like, oh well, screw that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like um, one of the things is like like you were saying it they're not men and they're not being paid for it. Um, like uh, l- say like Star Wars. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: you know they have like. <sighs> like what like seven billion books written in that universe um and uh only you know uh god i should ask because he would know because this is the sort of thing that he knows my husband um but like you know only only like the first however many were written by what's his face Mm -hmm. george lucas (gasps) yeah um and, and then, and we actually had a conversation about that because I was like, well, then, you know, these other people that are writing these books, it's fan fiction. Yeah. And he was like, no, it's not. And I was like, but it is because yeah. just like anybody who's writing screenplays for like, you know, um, uh, like Marvel, if it's not based on like a comic book written by what's his face then you know it's it's some it's some some sort of fan fiction is a form of fan fiction and he was like well they're they're like chosen by you know whoever the original person is and i'm like so yeah you know like what is that what so what yeah (laughs) And it's, that's the thing is, well, they're chosen and they're the ones that are, that are, that are, they're being paid to do it. And then their books are being published and it's part of the series and stuff like that. And it's like, but it's still fan fiction. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. All those other things may be true, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't make what they're doing any more valid than if I were to write you know a star wars fan fiction it's still fan fiction like theirs may be like better received uh could be a better story you know mine might have smut theirs might not but like it's still (laughs) the same thing and like um like you know what is the the i'm sure there's like millions of posts about it but like the 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 thing about the bible
1: um being fan fiction (laughs) Oh, about like all of like Renaissance is fanfic, yeah, <laughs> like Dante Dante's Inferno being like fanfic and yeah,
0: yeah, like, and there's so many um uh, one of the links that I was that i i'll 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 send them to you later, but it was like about um a book called march that was written and it was a it was nominated for or won an award but it was about the uh the the father the in little women okay it was like a um a book written about him so like imagining his life Mm -hmm. and then and and it was like i want to open the tab but i'm never going to be able to find out my phone um but there are you know
1: it's like wicked yeah, exactly. Like a whole, you know, set of books and uh, yeah, there's so many like, you know, take Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Like all of this, all falls under like taking um, a character or a set of characters like originally conceived by somebody and like spinning your own stories about them. And that's all what that's what fan fiction is. You know, fiction that things that you're a fan of. So. I think.
0: A lot, like you were saying, a lot of it is because um, the fandoms tend to be, uh, or at least like our fandom is mostly women, mm-hmm. um, and misogyny is a big part of like the judgment there, and also the whole boy band thing.
1: Yeah,
0: um, that it's it's like um, all of that compounds almost to make yep. it seem like you're not just writing fan fiction yeah you're writing one direction fan fiction yes
1: exactly. you know yeah
0: um and then of course being a larry you get like that if yeah. you, keep, you know like oh really <laughs> you know people are very <laughs> judgmental um about oh you really really Yeah. um so like it's understandable like to the anon um like we get that yeah um I think, and I don't know how old you are, Anon. I think some of the like people know that I'm involved in fandom. My parents, like I'm saying, my parents, my family, everybody, literally. I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with my with my Harry uh, gear and my Louis gear, um, and uh, uh, and stuff. So it's very obvious to me, like people, like that I'm involved in fandom, even if they don't know that I write fic. Um, And you have to just kind of like not care. Yeah. Or, or care as much about that as you would about somebody judging you for um, wearing like sweatpants to the grocery store.
1: Yeah. So I was, I was watching the Kristen Stewart um, hot ones interview where she where they eat wings while they're Mm -hmm. getting um which I love that format so much um but she was talking in there about um she had had this quote once about how it's so hard um about it's so so um it was in reference to like sort of how she can seem like standoffish sometimes Mm -hmm. um and how a lot of that's because She's there to talk about something that she cares deeply about, um, and it's hard when you're trying to tell somebody how much you love something if that person is like not receptive and like doesn't show up with that same level of like enthusiasm. That then you you uh, like then you end up pulling back a little bit because you're not gonna engage with them in the same way, and therefore like you sort of end up looking. She was saying that like she ends up looking like the bitch because she's like not, um, because the interviewer is not showing up in the same level of engagement that she is. Anyway, it was it was very interesting and I highly recommend everyone go listen to that, um, section specifically. The whole interview was great, but, um, you know, I think that that's that's part of why. You should link that. Yeah, I should. Um, but that really resonated with me in terms of like, um having to explain writing my writing my writing fan fiction specifically to other people who don't know anything about fandom and like you were saying like it's so wrapped up in like your sexuality and in being bi and realizing you're bi and like like all of that sort of like compounds together and i think that i think that when you tell someone that you're writing fanfic their immediate reaction if they're, if they're not like a fandom person who gets it is, is going to be the like societal, like, Oh, like, and so I think that it's hard when there's something you care so much about to be faced with that. um, And to then have to be like, well, no, you know, then you have to like explain it. Oh, and it's
0: it's so hard. And like, I don't even know if I could put words to really how much, our fandom in one direction means to me like yeah even thinking about it i'm like wow that sounds crazy but it's not (laughs) like it's totally not it's yeah like such a huge difference in my life and to like think about sitting down and talking to someone who doesn't know anything about like like my mom who um doesn't know which one is (laughs) harry Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, um uh or you know to think about opening myself up like that to to have to explain because there's so many layers. Yeah. And it's like you have to keep going to the bottom layer or almost like it doesn't make sense.
1: Right. Exactly. And so I fully I I fully get that where you're like, you know, whenever I have I have some um Real life friends who know that I write fandom. Um, I've shared my A O three with them, and that was like terrifying um, to like wait for feedback. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, because like I'm because I'm I'm aware they're not gonna necessarily like um, follow the same like rules of like kudosing and comment. Like I I, I get that coming in from the outside, they don't know any of those like norms. Um, but yeah, just waiting to like okay, if I see them at the bus stop next week, are they going to, like... Will they mention it? Will they mention it? You know, <laughs> do they, you know, what... Or they do they, they like, think that they're not supposed to mention it? Because yeah. it's, you know... And so it's just, like, so much, like... Um, stress about that. Um, you know, and I think, you know, my my parents didn't know that I wrote fanfic until this podcast. Um, oh, really? yeah this you know, this podcast is something that um I've been talking to my therapist a lot about how like I really like to not be seen. <laughs> like, oh
0: my god, just... I was just I was just thinking about my therapist. Like, just like I was like, God, I really miss
1: her. Yeah. Um and how um you know floating through life like without being seen is like my ideal space, like my most comfortable ideal space. Um and how doing um this podcast is actually like a really huge thing in my life because, um, I'm not a very vocal person generally, generally speaking. Um, I don't talk a lot. I don't like vocalize how I feel about things. I don't, um, speak up in meetings at work a whole lot. I'm getting much better at it. Like this is something I've, I've been working on for years, but, um, you know, for me to like host a podcast is like so far outside of my sense of who I am and i was actually really really proud of me for like doing this um and i posted I'm it on i'm proud the- of you too <laughs> and i posted it on my instagram like you know sort of like vaguely like i'm really excited about this thing like if you're not going to be judgmental because again it's like all wrapped up in like I'm doing there's a so much in it yeah based on fan fiction based on like what You know, it was, like, all these, like, different layers. Um, And my mom's like, I'm not going to be judgmental. I want to know. And I was like, I'm doing a podcast. I write da." da, da, da. And so, like, you know, I sort of, like, blurted it all out to her. Um, That's the best way to
0: talk to your parents, by the way. Just la.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I, I linked her to my AO3. And I was like, just so you know, anything that's E is explicit, so you don't have to read those. (laughs) I can give you an edited version. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Uh,
0: wait. So, did you link your, your, wait. So, your mom knows your AO3 now?
1: Yes. Um, Has she read anything? I don't know. She hasn't told me if she has or not.
0: Are you just forgetting that she knows? Because that's what I would have to do.
1: Maybe. I mean, she was, I think she was just really proud that I was writing again because I think she knows. Oh, she has to know. Yeah. Um, so I think that was like more than anything else so she was just like, so excited and supportive that like I was writing at all. Um, so that was cool. And the and the friends that I've shared with in real, my in real life friends I've shared it with are, um, very, um, sex positive, queer positive, um, people, but I'll just leave it at that. Um, and so I think it was also easier like telling them that I write explicit stuff was easier because I knew that there wouldn't be like the judgmental part of like this, like the sex part of it wasn't going to yeah. be cute, you know? Um, Cause I've definitely also, I've definitely had the experience where I've told other people in real life. I told a coworker once, um, i told a few coworkers, but my one, you know, like one coworker in particular was sort of just like, and just like, I obviously like totally didn't get it and like, didn't want to engage in like, I was like, okay, well, you know, I was sort of just like dropped the about subject. About fit, yeah, you know. But then I had other coworkers that I was friends with who, um, so okay, so that initial coworker who was very like, eh, about it, also like d- didn't understand the concept of like having friends online who like aren't like friends mm-hmm. that I was like friends with in college and stuff. So I think like the whole culture of like it, she like sort of didn't understand, you know, at like a very basic level. Like she just has a very different life experience than i do yeah um but you know i have other coworker friends who are like in fandom and who i don't think write but i know are like involved in fandom and so would like more understand the culture surrounding it um so they know i write but they don't know like exactly what specifically (laughs) they know it's
0: thick or they don't yeah they know it's thick
1: okay yeah i was gonna say
0: 03. What were you going to say about your therapist In the podcast or were you done saying
1: What was I going to say about that You um, said that
0: you talked to your therapist about it I don't know if there was uh,
1: like that okay. Well I was to the therapist about the like Not wanting to be seen thing um, But she was super excited about the podcast thing um, In general When we were talking about it Because I was wrapped up in like Finding a new job and skills that I have And all sorts of other stuff um but I, I had talked to her I had talked to her about fic too and she knows I write fic and she um you know she was really interested when I was like well I write fic and a lot of it's like based on like sexuality stuff and like you know blah blah, blah and so she was like really interested in that um and I wonder like how many people think of I mean I'm sure like you know, street society in general probably views fan fiction as, like, all, like, self-insert, like... Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, and I think that even, you know, then... Even if they understand that and are okay with that, then sort of, like, again, wrapping in, like, all this other personal stuff is sort of a whole other level of opening yourself up and explaining, like, who you are. You yeah. Know?
0: Yeah. My therapist, um, I need to email her because I haven't talked to her since March when she retired, and she wanted me to keep in touch, but she was like, "I want to leave that up to you." And of course, that's like the poorest choice a person yeah. can make. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's older. I don't know if I've ever said this, but she's seventy. That was why she decided to retire. But she is like one of those um seventy-year-old people who like. Uh, has always been politically active and like was involved in like national organization for women. She was younger and um, doesn't have kids on purpose. And um, like that was such a big choice to make back then, you know? Yeah. Um, But uh, she wanted to read um, some of my fic and I, uh, I never, um, (laughs) I tried to tell her how to get on AO3 and it was.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's a bug thing. It's like, you know, my friends who I have linked it to are like, I don't understand how to use this website. <laughs> like, yeah, like, well, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if you can't figure it out, then
0: it's okay. Yeah. Um, i thought about um, editing uh out the explicit parts of because I said, you know, that it's explicit. There's sex. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just glossed over. There's yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she was like, that's fine. I'll read that, and I'm like, hmm. Um. <laughs> So, uh, and I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why I. I think that being asked about the the sex part of a fic um, might be a little different than being asked about the story. If that makes, I don't know if this makes yeah. sense, but like, um, being asked why do why is all this included? You know, um, I just assume that that would be asked. That it might not happen. Um, yeah. It seems harder to explain, I guess, than, mm-hmm. like, the rest of it. Like, sometimes sex is just important to the story. Sometimes you just want to write some smut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but I've thought about editing out or sending her um, fic. Uh, I still might do it. I keep thinking I need to email her. Um, but... Uh, the podcast, I wanted to say this too, uh, is super important to me too. I um around here, cause like, I mean everybody knows where we live now, right? Um, I live in South Carolina. <laughs> yes, <you do. laughs> I sum that up with uh with a uh, um most people here are religious in a in the, in an extreme way. Um, uh, a lot of the population where I live is older. Um, and, uh, like one of the first questions that you're asked when you meet people is where do you go to church? Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, so me being not religious, um, and, uh, homeschooling my kids Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh not working because i've worked in seven years um i don't have a lot of like ways of meeting people right um and then like like our friends just moved away
1: yeah
0: the ones that had like the big like acreage and the house and stuff um, like literally like they just moved like eight hours away like two weeks ago um and like uh it's like over the years all of the friends that I've had in the area have literally just <laughs> left <laughs> the area. And yeah. uh, and so um it's part of the fandom stuff is like getting to know you. That's like number one. Like if I if someone asks me like what's the most important thing about fandom, I'm like, Nick! <laughs> like, oh. <yay! laughs> um, because it really is. Um my life would be so different if you weren't yeah. in it. Um, but like our friends that we've made friends that I've made through fandom, um, like it can be really isolating, um, being different from most of the people that you're around. Um, and so, uh, it's nice to have that, um, connection with people. Um, but I love doing the podcast. I've always been, uh, as a kid, I was really, really shy. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where in first grade my teacher thought that I had scoliosis mm-hmm. because I would walk around with my shoulders hunched up yeah. and like my
1: head like ducked down. Yeah. Um. And uh, Wait, like I, so- I just to interrupt to say that I am also super. I was also really really shy to the point of um, I go by my middle name. Um, Me too. Yes, <laughs> we know this already about each other. <laughs> um. And I when I was in 3k uh we moved um to a new state um and you know all my official forms had my first name like I was so shy to the point where like I wouldn't correct people to say like what my name really is so like while we lived in that other state I went by a different name and like everyone there knew me as a different name oh my god that's hilarious I wouldn't (laughs) I wasn't like like I, I was too shy to be like no actually <laughs> my name is Nicole um so yeah
0: anyway I could totally imagine me doing that um when I went from uh like kindergarten to first grade I went from private school to a public school and my teacher was someone who my mom knew mm-hmm. so she already knew my name but I was like <laughs> yeah. I could see me doing the same thing yeah. um Oh, but, yeah, so, like, being really, really shy, um, then, uh, I went to work in a restaurant when I was, uh, well, I got my, like, I went to work, my first job when I was 12, and that was in, like, an ice cream parlor, where mm-hmm. I had to, like, talk to people and ask them what they wanted. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was <really laughs> hard. And, uh, but I did it, and it was more like, um... I felt like I had to, so I did it. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's something about like feeling the pressure of like, if you don't do this, you're totally going to fail.
1: Yes. That
0: overrides like the shyness. And so that was helpful for me. And then, um, when I was 15, I went to work at a restaurant, um, as a hostess and having to like greet people as they came in the door. Um, and then at 16, I started weighing tables and it helped like public speaking. It helped me, um, to be able to just like talk to people, but in a way that like my real personality was like hidden. Right. Yeah. Then- so that I could be like, um, loud and um you know professional Mm -hmm. but uh this is not who like really me and I still do it (laughs) that's I didn't really that's so funny I went to the parent teacher conferences yeah and um and and my kid was like why do you sound like that (laughs) and I was like what do you mean and they're like you just sound really weird. And then they like mimicked me and I was like, yeah. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> like, I'm just like, i had like, up my phone voice. voice. Yeah.
0: Like my professional, you know, it's just like, uh, they're like, um, why do you keep smiling?
1: Yeah.
0: And that was cause I'm, when you wait tables or you tend bar or whatever, you know, you, I didn't also, I think it's being a woman and smiling when you're uncomfortable is right. such a like, a a thing that it's so hard to overcome and then when you do when you are in the service industry and that's kind of what you have to do if you want to make any money and not lose your job that um uh I don't know it's just weird we just kind of like went off on a tangent but like um but But the podcast I I I actually talking
1: i'm sorry i don't think that's a tangent at all i think that actually comes into like the very heart of this question which is that like fanfic is something so personal and it gets to the heart of like who you are and what you care about and what stories you want to tell and that's so far removed from how we normally present ourselves to the public true so there we go
0: okay now it you wrap can... and bring in stuff back in <laughs> look at you go
1: okay. yeah so now you can keep talking about the podcast <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I, it's, uh, it's so funny cause I don't listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have a lot of time period, uh, to do stuff, um, for myself. Um, and I, uh, am kind of always around my kids. Um, so, uh, it, when we were talking about doing it, it was kind of like, okay, we'll do this thing but I didn't really know what we were going to do. Right. Um, and, uh, but I don't know. It's just been really like, if I were still in therapy, I would be telling my therapist about how it's really important to me because, um, uh, being able to talk about things that, that I enjoy, um, with you and also having a conversation with, you Know basically anyone who's listening, Anon's, um, our friends who uh talk to us about you know what we're whatever we talk about, um, uh, it's, it's validating mm-hmm. like for what we do uh with fic, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, I just really enjoy
1: it, yeah. Um, one thing I was thinking about just now is sort of the um, how how. A very like nebulous thought. Um, I think that i there can be a fear of telling people, again, that like internal thing about what you care about. Um, but I think the the opposite end of that is constantly hiding it. And I think that um, that would be really hard for me um, to hide from, like, I know, again, I know some people, like, don't tell their husbands they write fic, and it's, like, it's, like, such a, such a solo thing for them, like, in their, um, quote, unquote, real life, um, but that would just be so, like, I can't imagine not telling my husband, because I can't imagine, you know, I need his support to be, like, I need to go, I need time to go write, like, you need to watch the kid, I need to, you know, like, I,
0: It would be a lot harder.
1: It it would be so much harder, I think, to to write without any sort of like support system, or to you know, when I'm excited about something, just to like tell him or like, I don't know. I think um, I think, and again, I feel really lucky that I have somebody in my life who is supportive in that way. Yeah, um, and who like, because I think um, and so I think it sort of circles back around to like. Um, if you, uh, because, you know, it was scary telling, it's scary telling people, but then it's really validating when they see you and support you.
0: Yes. Uh, So I think it's like a bigger thing.
1: Yeah. So I think it's sort of, um, having to weigh that, like, um, you know, is it how, how accepted are you going to be once you tell them?
0: Yeah, like the risk versus the
1: yeah, reward. exactly. Um, but if you think that there's economics, like, what? <laughs> I said it's economics. Yes, exactly. Um, but I think it can be. I I fully understand the like fear of telling people you write fanfic, and I understand the um the like inbuilt shame, you know, that was in the question. Um, I totally get that, but. For me, it was so worth overcoming that to be able to tell, like, a core group of people who I think would get it and support me. I mean, I think that the vast majority of people in my quote-unquote real life, like, don't know, Um, and I'm sort of working on that a little bit. I was in a job interview the other day, and I mentioned, like, fandom stuff. not like, I literally was just like, oh, and fandom stuff, (laughs) like... And the it, word you know, fandom was mentioned. Exactly. Yeah, but even that like felt like like wildly. Was it explosive. the one you
0: want or the one you don't want?
1: The one I really want. <gasps> yeah. Because they were because it was um it was a question about what podcasts I listen to. Ah. Yeah. Like music podcasts, yeah. and movies,
0: and like you know news, and politics, and fandom. Um. Yeah throw it in there on the end exactly I'm a very well-rounded person
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know um I mean I think that we could like probably could go deeper into the like the misogyny and the ageism and the patriarchy and all of that but I think that that's all sort of um that's less personal I think and
0: and also we do I have links for that that I'll send you and we can link some of them Um, because I guess if you want to have almost like sources that you can cite or like almost like ammunition for an argument that you feel like you might be having about, um, if like if you, I know going (laughs) into telling, um, all right. Yeah. So if I were, if I were going to tell my dad, um, that I write fic, I would go with like ammunition for an argument because he is one of those people who thinks that he knows something about everything Mm -hmm. and that he is uh, smarter than everyone else in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, he also does not know how to say nice things. Okay. I told you about what he said about the fan art. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, like, you know, with certain people, I think you kind of know how they might react. And, um, so if you have, you know, uh, maybe more than just your own thoughts about things or your own, uh, opinions, or even like if you're saying something that you know to be like factual, that you, you know, but if you have like, a link to like, you know, an article about it, or um, it's some people are more easily impressed by things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Or uh, that's, you know, they might understand something a little bit better. So I think it just like, it depends on who you're talking to, about your fandom stuff. Um, And I think that aside from the fic part, I think that a lot of it is just the fandom stuff and that there are people who are just who don't know anything about fandom who don't know anything about the culture of fandom um and uh and it's going to be harder to explain to those people because like we were saying about the layers that they're like there's so much to it and you're you're not going to just be able to say you know i write fan fiction right you're going to have to if you really want them to understand, then you're going to have to explain so much more than just that you write fan fiction. Yeah. Um, and like, I totally, we totally understand that it's hard and that you may not want to do that, but um, it's definitely worth it. Like, I love that, you know, my kids write fic. I've said that before. Yeah. Um, They do. <laughs> <laughs> they they like cosplay and they're like really into anime right now but like um and they will like uh role play like um scenes and stuff mm-hmm. um and but they're really into like fandom stuff and they totally get it and like uh my husband is as well is really into um uh Lord of the Rings Star Wars and Star Trek and more recently like I got him into Harry Potter Mm -hmm. um he's not really so so much in fandom there but like with the other stuff um he's like you know uh really into it and like um so he knows you know about fandom stuff um but like if you know if you have somebody who's just like not even a big fan of anything it would be harder to talk to them right you know about it yeah.
1: Um, One other thing, also that I wanted, while I'm thinking about it, I wanted to mention was um, I had also read this article. Um, I sent it to you. Um, yes. I don't know if I want to link it. There's like a bunch in the article that I didn't really love, um, but it really got. This about really- the dude and his mom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where um, this guy wrote this article about how he didn't realize that his mom was a writer um and how
0: touch,
1: touch. what that's an out of touch to you to um but you know it's it's sort of um part of it was about how you know she for years um had been writing um but didn't consider herself but she wasn't going to con- she didn't consider herself a writer until she got published And, like, once you get published, then you're a real writer. Oh, and and I I
0: love the way that she worded it, too.
1: I don't remember exactly how she worded it.
0: She said that because if she were to tell anyone that she was a writer, they would say, what have you written? And if she wasn't able to say that it had been published, you know, then they would be like, then you're not a writer because that's so many yes. people will think of it that way that yeah. like it's not legitimate if it hasn't been like if you haven't been paid for it or if it hasn't been printed or like on someone else's website, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so I just um and I and I fully get that even, you know, coming out with an MFA still feeling like I'm not a writer because I haven't been published like that's like a very real Thing in the world that people experience uh, for that exact reason. Um, the exact, oh, can, can I read it? How, where can I read it? Can I buy it? You know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that is like the first initial um, question. Or the next question is like, well, what are you writing? And having to explain what you're writing, like it doesn't, it's so uncomfortable because it can't, you can't possibly... I have a really hard time explaining in words like what it is that I'm actually writing. Um, so I think answering all those questions are really hard. Um, and I fully understand the, like that, that I've had that experience of like, not considering myself a writer because I haven't been published. Um, and I just want to say that that is not the case. And if you write, you are a writer If you write for yourself and you don't even share within fandom and you just write for yourself, you are a writer. Um, If you write and if you write poetry, if you write short stories, if you write long things, if you write, um, you know, whatever you're writing, whether you're sharing it or not, whether you're published or not, you are a writer. Um, And that is a huge accomplishment and you should feel very proud of yourself um, that you are that you're doing that. Um, and, you know, I think maybe recognizing that might be a first step in overcoming that shame of just being, of feeling like, you know, who cares what everybody else is saying because you know that you're a writer because you're writing. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. One of the things
0: that, uh, that I wanted to link, um, I read like just this one sentence and it stuck with me um mm-hmm. it is in a purely literary sense fanfic doesn't exist there's only fiction fanfic is a legal category created by the modern system of trademarks and copyrights and yes. uh that's totally true yes. um this is something that we'll link uh as well and this is actually well, like almost almost 15 years old this is like a blog post um but just it's just about storytelling and how it's something that you know is part of being human um is sharing you know stories and stuff um and uh, it just talks about fiction and uh this is where the march and little women thing was um it's just interesting uh feeling like you know you're not valid as a writer unless you've been published. Um, I know that you and I had talked about, um, uh, what was it? It was like a, like a, is it like a literary magazine where you can do like a thousand words or less or something like that? Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and we were both talking about that and, uh, I asked you about it. Um, because I think we both have one short story that mm-hmm. we both like I I saw your um I reblogged it a post that you made for the thing that you're doing. Um about yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like words <laughs> um about like your top fix of or things that you've written. Mm-hmm. Um and uh after I read yours and reblogged it I went and looked at my fix um, because I know it changes, um, what your favorite things are, and, Mm -hmm. um, we're coming up at the end of the year, and I want to do the, like, year-end author review thing. I have it, um, saved in my graphs, um, but I was, like, what would be my top five, and, um, I was, surprised at how easily I chose five fix I have 68 fix which is insane to me um (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy um and uh but one of them is uh one that um the one about the um the the miscarriage that deals with the miscarriage stuff um and, uh, and it was one that I thought, well, if I were going to try to do, to publish something in le- less than a thousand words, it would be that. It was like two, two something thousand words. And I was like, I can edit it down. And I did. I got it under a thousand. But I still, like I read over it last night. And I was like, I don't really, like, um, the idea of publishing something is even scarier to me than um, sharing it with people that I know, like, um, the, uh, knowing that it's like most likely to get rejected. Um, and, um, like I just am not for putting myself out there, um, like that. Like it's, uh, it's so personal to me. Um, and the more, uh, my top five, um, are stories are so mean so much more to me um than just a story does that make sense right. yeah that like that to, to, yeah so to like have somebody you know um like take you know a heading for limbo that was like such a personal like thing for me to write um and to the thought of somebody like reading it and being like you know what is this crap? You know, like, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> like, yeah. no, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, uh, I don't think that I have that ability to, uh, to withstand that kind of criticism um, yeah. at all. I am just yeah. not built that way. And I think that, I don't know if this goes off topic or not, but um, when you are drawing or painting or, cooking or baking or writing or doing whatever you do, running anything that you might do as a hobby because you like the way it makes you feel, whether that be physically or mentally, Um, turning it into something that is to be judged by someone else. um, It just makes it, it's different. And so, you know, not everybody wants to write and be published, not it's like how we've talked about how like constructive criticism is when you're in the middle of constructing the thing. So like once it's been written and published, your criticism is not constructive, it's just Mm -hmm. criticism and especially when it hasn't been asked for. Um, and if you were, you know, a published author, then you know that you're going to get bad reviews Mm -hmm. and you're prepared for that. Now you may not handle it well, but that's personal thing, but you've taken that step to say, here is my story or my Mm -hmm. thing for other people to look at and tell me whether they think it sucks or not, you know? Yeah. Uh, like the same sort of thing if you are like a runner and you run because you enjoy it. It feels good. You like the way it makes your body feel or your mind or whatever. But then to turn around and be like, I run races all the time, you know, like um, not to say that you're running for other people. You may be like just trying to set a, a personal record every time. But it's just it's just a different way of doing things. It's not yeah. making running as a hobby any less valid. It's still yeah. just it's just it's just different. So I Mm -hmm. think that um, writing for yourself, like you were saying, you're still a writer. Writing fic, you're still a writer. Um, Whether you want to take, you know, I don't even want to say take a step because that means it almost makes it seem like it you. I feel like you understand what I'm trying to say, even though I'm not saying it.
1: (laughs) If if you're saying taking the step to become a published author, you're putting that being published above. Yes. Yes, not being published. Yeah. It's like a
0: different thing. It's like if you want to write, you know, fiction that is not considered fan fiction, if you want to be published, that's a different thing, not a step above fan fiction. Yes, exactly. I think I've made my point.
1: Yeah, I think that's. I I can also wax poetic a whole lot about original fiction and publishing and all that. So we can get into all that some other day, Um, but I think, Oh, good. (laughs) Uh, But I think we got to the heart of the question and what I, I think, I think we have answered.
0: Yeah.
1: I think uh, part of our fun
0: with this podcast is that we don't really follow a um, typical uh, like outline for podcasts yeah, yeah. um, and that's what's fun to us. I understand that not everybody's into listening to us ramble um, and that's <laughs> fine too, but uh, yes. uh, that's one of my favorite things about it is like um, going through my thoughts as yeah. I'm thinking them.
1: And even that we could come commod- commodify this and get put ads in and make tiny, tiny, tiny <laughs> amounts of money. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this. Pay for the Wi-Fi know. we use when we're using it. I don't even think it would cover that. <laughs> right? Maybe like the pennies, like while yeah. we're recording. Yeah. Um, Probably I don't think need, I, I, Yeah, I think you get paid ridiculously low month, amounts for podcasting. Um, but um, you know, even that, I was you know, it would be an easy click of the button on the platform we use to post these. Um, But even that, I was just like, I don't want, I don't want it to be a thing that I'm even having to think about or worry about or like anything. I like just doing it. Yeah. Me too. So we're ad free for now. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. Should we call it a
0: ending? Okay. So this is, this has been episode 11 of the Rose and Dagger podcast, embarrassment and shame about fandom and fan fiction oh there we go that's a great title is that good yeah okay um uh i'm lauren kings of everything
1: i am nick lewin has af and yes is a world on ao3